The Deal Lawyer Podcast with John Andrews, powered by JMW Solicitors. Hello and welcome to the Deal Lawyer Podcast. I'm John Andrews. We're back after a short break. And today I'm joined by Kelsey Froelich of Mints Group. Hi, Kelsey. Nice to nice for you to come along. Hi, John. Good morning. So, Kelsey, um, this podcast that we do is is aimed at sort of business owners who are looking to uh, either sell their businesses, looking at investors who are looking to invest in business. Um, and obviously, a crucial part of that process is is due diligence. Um, and I understand that that's a, a particular area that, that your organization gets involved in and, and can conduct. Would that be right? So my firm, The Mints Group, we're an investigations and due diligence uh, company. We conduct due diligence investigations all over the world for people looking to sell their businesses and primarily for investors looking at transactions um, to identify any particular risk areas that might need to be mitigated ahead of a transaction or you know, in the worst case scenario, something problematic. Um, but really what we're looking to do is help uh, arm people with an information to make smarter business decisions. And we do that all over the world from our um, 18 offices around the globe. Great. So when I'm conducting a, a deal for a purchaser, we, we typically will draft a, an information request, which is a list of questions that we ask the seller about the business. We will set up a, a data room and and collate the documentation and then uh, do a report to the client. So sort of within that process, uh, where can you guys add value? Yeah, so there's, there's really two big, um, I suppose, uh, points where we, where we come in. Um, you know, the first would be independently investigating and then verifying information that's provided, um, you know, really key stuff like source of, you know, source of wealth, source of funds, um, you know, structure, litigation background, things like that. So we can do an independent um, investigation to ensure there's nothing that's been left out. Um, certainly those questionnaires in the data room, you know, you get a lot of, you'll get a lot of information, right? Um, but yeah. we want to make sure there's nothing material that's been been left out of that. Um, so that's a big, a big component of it. Uh, the other component would be, you know, where there are, you know, topics or potential risk areas or questions that remain uh, after or during that data, that um, questionnaire and data room process. We can then extend the reach of the investigation and go a little further. So, you know, certainly there are many instances where, you know, perhaps there's a piece of litigation and you just kind of need a little more context around it. You know, perhaps there's something interesting that just requires more to understand what the level of risk really is. And we can go a little further by uh, digging deeper or, um, you know, making, doing some interviews, you know, just doing for more, more investigation to give you context to understand how to respond uh, to issues identified. What, what I get from that really is, is that there's two aspects to it. So you can obviously look at the information that's being provided and, and verify that what's been put into the data room is, is true and accurate. Um, you can also look into the background of, of the potential sellers or buyers just to, to find out whether there's any skeletons in the cupboard or you know where, where the source of 
source of the cash is. Um, mm-hmm. and, and both of those are increasingly becoming hot topics. I mean, I've recently been instructed on a deal where a client's taken £100 million worth of investment, doesn't know these guys, has no idea where that money is coming from. Um, and that's one that, that, that we are putting over to you guys. So I guess that's a, a typical sort of scenario where, where your services are, are invaluable, really. Yeah, that's that's a really a really typical exercise, and certainly, um, you know, over the last year or so, with an increased focus on potential sanctions uh, issues originating from Russia, where um, you know we, we've always conducted a lot of these types of exercises to understand the source of of money and and to understand if there are potential sanctions risks. But that's becoming a real hot topic for us in this well, environment. I, I think so, and I guess the key thing that I guess people need to appreciate is that if you if you don't carry out these investigations and you and you take cash even unwittingly that's come from a, a source that, that that's from a sanctioned person, for example, I mean the the, the 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 repercussions of that for the directors and for the people that take the money are, are huge. Absolutely, I mean we're talking criminal liability, aren't we? Yeah, um, absolutely. So and, you to do and custodial sentences as well. I think. Yeah. And a few lawyers have had those as well. So, you know, it's an absolute minefield now. Um, so in, in terms of how, how you structure your sort of processes and uh, and the types of services that are available and how you charge for those, how, how does that work? Sure. I mean, so we're, we're reasonably nimble, but we do have a kind of a, you know, let's call it a set uh, package that we uh, offer typically for, for clients, you know, in this type of position. Um, so on the first hand, in that sort of, um, you know, pre, pre-gathering process, um, you know, we might do a kind of packaged investigation that ticks, you know, a variety of boxes that we know are important, things like doing, you know, some in-depth press searches, looking at um, looking at corporate structure and independently verifying, you know, through records, um, litigation research and things like that. Um, you know, that kind of package, it's not that expensive. You know, it has to do with the number of parties involved, you know, who we're looking at and where. Um, you know, we do this everywhere. So if it's yeah. if it's looking at one country, that's sort of one investigation. When you add on additional jurisdictions, it's almost a whole other investigation. So the pricing reflects that. Um, yeah. You know, we're talking... You know, thousands, not tens of thousands for that kind yeah. of exercise. It, it's not, it's not real, real expensive. Um, if there's further investigation to be done and we really get on the ground, which we do a lot, you know, talking to people, pulling records from physical locations and things like that, you know, then we would price it individually depending on what you need. Yeah. Are you able to sort of uh, provide assistance with looking into sort of ownerships in, in partic- of companies in particular jurisdictions? What I've got in mind is, you know, typically BVI's, always make me nervous when I see that they're involved in, in a structure or a purchase. So have you got the ability to, you know, dig deeper to find out who, who the real people are behind those structures? Yeah, we do. And then that's a that's a sticky topic for everyone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's certainly a common question. Um, you know, anything that is gettable, that is, um, you know, on a record or public information, we can get it. Um, so certainly in the BVI, we, we have we have um, documented ownership structures in the past. You know, of course, if the correct ownership has not been reported, which happens, um, then it requires some deeper digging to understand sort of unofficial connections that might be problematic. And that's where, you know, some source inquiries uh, come in, come into play. Um, you know, a great gift to the investigations industry and, and perhaps to all of us has been the repeated leaks things like the Panama Papers and, and various iterations after the fact. So some of these um, structures are kind of out there in the ether, 
and we can do an investigation to see, you know, what's been, you know, what's been uh, floating around about the structure, about the structure and real ownership. But often it comes down to understanding who proxies are for potentially problematic characters and understanding whether or not they turn up in the ownership structure in a way that you should be aware of. Uh, and I guess, you know, with you guys operating in that world, in that industry, you, you, you get to know what to look for and where, where the potential traps could be. Yeah, I think that's right. And I, and I think um, not to not to sound glib about it, but, um, you know, a lot of problematic characters uh, use the same proxies over and over again or use the same patterns over and over again. So you know, we are really quite good at reading the tea leaves and looking at, you know, potential influence. So, Kelsey, if if um, if anybody listening to the podcast wants to get in touch with you guys, what, what what's the best way of doing that? Sure. So, I mean, I'm happy to circulate contact details. Our website is uh, mincegroup.com, and you can through that site contact anyone in any jurisdiction that you need um, who specializes in this kind of due diligence. Thanks very much for joining us on the podcast today, Kelsey. Thanks very much for the time, John. Great to meet you guys, and I hope that's been helpful. Thanks very much for listening to the Deal Lawyer podcast. I'm John Andrews. If you'd like to contact me to discuss any of the matters that we've talked about on the podcast today, you can contact me on my mobile, which is 07768 266 or via the JMW website. The Deal Lawyer Podcast with John Andrews, powered by JMW Solicitors. Yeah.